With more than 200 accredited courses and more than 1,000 videos, the Police One Academy is a powerful online solution that provides department training programs with features that reduce time spent on records and policy management, credential tracking, and more. It is law enforcement training made simple and effective. For more information and to get a 30-day trial, visit www.policeoneacademy.com forward slash policing matters. Hello, and thank you for clicking, and thank you for listening to Policing Matters, the Police One podcast. I'm Doug Wiley. Hey, welcome back. This is Jim Dudley. Jim, as you well know, uh, it, it's uh, it, there's a distinction between leadership and management, and leadership can exist at any level of an organization. Um, typically, you know, people start thinking of police leaders as being the sergeant on the street, or maybe the lieutenant. But really, you can have police leaders who are rank and file officers, patrolmen, um, and, and what have you. But what it requires is rethinking, rethinking what leadership is. Um, it's not about the corner office and the, the chevrons or the stars or the butter bar or whatever else. It's really about your behavior. It's really about what you, what you do and how you interact with the rest of the department. And... You know, you of course have risen through the ranks throughout your course, the course of your career, and you've seen firsthand what is good, and what is insufficient leadership. Sure. What are what are your, some some of your thoughts on that topic? Well, I think you hit it right on the head, and I think leadership as a topic among ranks is is something that we could discuss uh, over over several weeks uh, relating to individual ranks. But yeah. I think for sure today we should talk about the line officers, the line deputies. Uh, even correctional officers at the line level dealing with with um, with inmates, and uh, you don't have to have rank. You don't even have to have seniority to be a leader. And uh, I mean, you can assume your leadership role on your you know six year old soccer team um, as a high schooler, as uh, in college. And these leaders all have uh, common traits, and that that is that they don't drop the ball. And all the colloquialisms that we know, the the buck stops here, yeah. and uh, it's not you know not on my not watch, watch yeah. all, all those things. Yeah. Um, so it's the person who uh, takes charge. It's the person who assumes responsibility. It's the person who speaks up. It's the person who doesn't bemoan a new policy or a duty, but embraces it or finds the positive aspects of it and influences those around him. Just as easily as a negative person can influence those around him, but, right. but we're looking to leaders uh, to make uh, agencies better. And how can they do that? So, uh, you know, talking to a lot of new officers, um, asking how they can become better leaders or how they can prepare themselves for, for promotional exams, I always tell them, be the best you can be on the street, right? Mm -hmm. We'll steal that from the army. Be all that you can be. Um, Go to extra training. Go above the minimal standards. Uh, don't avoid or turn down reports that you're not um, crazy about, right? Uh, some people embrace traffic accident reports. Some people will make a U-turn on a freeway to avoid them. Be the third car there. <laughs> right, or the five-pager, uh, a sexual assault, or something invo involving a child, or a child custody um, those are all situations that, that you'll, you'll have a lot of officers um, shy away from. But I think good leadership says, 
hey, I'm going to find out what my weakness is and turn it into a strength. Mm-hmm. And that's helped me throughout my career at every level uh, going up uh, promotionally was to identify my weakness and turn it into a strength. So I, my first nine years in the police department, I was a, uh, a patrol officer, a PFL, patrol for life. And uh, I didn't really get into other aspects of narcotics enforcement or uh, gang uh, injunctions or uh, swatology, being a swatologist. And I recognized that when I started, to, when I took my first uh, sergeant's promotional, I went to experts and leaders in those fields fields and and tried to learn from them. But on your own, absent a good mentor who can guide you through the process, here's a couple of suggestions I have. Keep current with your department policies and procedures, including your general orders and bulletins. Attend training over and above what's mandated. Sign up for training as a means of becoming more proficient and the go-to person, maybe even in your department, as far as uh, use of force, uh, de-escalation, drug recognition, crime scene investigations, become a gang expert, um, sign up to, to be a field training officer. Um, that prepares you more than anything else um, to be an expert. Uh, be recognized and recognized in court as, a, as an expert to provide expert testimony. Um, in, the, in the realm of ICS, uh, you'll get to a scene where everybody's running with their hair on fire. And if you're the person to take charge set up an inner perimeter, an outer perimeter, set up that command post, be the IC, the incident commander, until somebody from rank comes to relieve you. You're a leader and Mm -hmm. people are looking up to you and they want direction. So provide direction for those that that can't seem to function on their own. Um, Take train the trainer courses. Um, Attitude plays a huge role. I talked about it a little bit. You'll get a new policy or a new procedure and everybody will moan about it after the sergeant or lieutenant leaves lineup and be the one to talk it up if it's good. Right, uh, right. Find the the good parts to it. If there are problems, and especially if there's an officer safety issue, be that leader who takes that criticism from the others and brings it up the rank. Right. But bring it up in a, in a constructive, positive uh, message uh, as opposed to just you know whining about it, it, it goes goes to the, the philosophy of deliver a solution and not a problem. Right. right? So you you can't just say hey this thing stinks we can't do it. Right. Here's what we should be doing instead is the next is the next sentence in your paragraph. Right. Right. Yeah. Find out what's in it for you. What's in it for the the cops on the street, and um, and I think bosses will appreciate that rather than dropping it on the desk and walking out. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you this, that everyone in command uh, at rank knows who the leaders are in their agency. They know who the go-to people are. The problem is that we often overload them with work because we know that they're competent and they can do the task. So I, I'd like to put the, the promoted leaders in charge to develop and promote more people to become leaders so yeah. that you've got a a workforce that's more dependable. Yeah. In, in addition to, and all of the points were excellent, you know, getting more training above and beyond what is required, you know, doing, going the extra mile and doing the extra thing and being the best you that you can be. As I was thinking about and preparing for this, the two most common things that I've read or seen in, in years of 
doing the police leader newsletter and policeone.com is communication capabilities and decision making capabilities. I mean, those two are it's like the, the it's the two slices of bread that the sandwich goes into, right? Right. But I was thinking about what are some other personality traits or qualities that you can develop. They're innate in human beings. Sure. You, you don't. You're not born empathetic. Well, except that you are. <laughs> you can. You have the capability to be empathetic, right? Um, it's a learned behavior. It's a. It's a. It's a. It's. It's a nature and nurture type of a thing. But I wanted to think up a few um, words that represent some of those traits and things that you can develop in yourself. And here's what I came up with: passion. You have to be passionate about what you're doing. You have to demonstrate your passion in a positive way. You can't just be, you know, crazy with your hair on fire, as you'd said, but in, in, invested in what you're doing in a, in a meaningful way. You have to have presence, and not just command presence, but you have to be actually present. The best ability is availability, sure. right? You have to. You can't be, you know, sitting it out every time you get these calls. Coming. You have to have patience, if interpersonal patience and patience with yourself. Yeah. You have to have persistence if you if you are the kind of person who like you said passes the buck or quits the job and does a halfway job of anything you're not going to be you know considered or perceived as a leader um, and the four other things that I thought of were humility integrity honesty and again empathy you have to be able to understand where other people are coming sure from. I, I would throw in their competency because yeah. you I've seen you know so-called leaders jump up and and bluster about, and uh, they walk away from lineup, and guys are looking at each other, uh, raising an eyebrow and shaking their head, looking like the RCA dog, uh, because they're wondering what the heck that guy just said. Right. So people want competent leaders, and that right. instills confidence and and makes people want to do the job. Right. It, it followers there are people who are just followers that's just their their wiring it's just the way they're made they're part of a team they don't want to be the person who's out front mm -hmm. followers are looking for a leader they they're actively seeking someone to follow sure that's their personality that's what they that's their that's how they're that's their DNA. And if you don't demonstrate those qualities that we've been talking about and do those things that we've been talking about, followers are going to be left bewildered and un unled. Right. Uh, and and that's that's a whole other kettle of, of, of fish that we could get into is when you have no leadership or a void or a vacancy of sure. leadership, all kinds of bad stuff can happen from, from criminal activity on the ranks to just b bad policing. Uh, it, it requires good leadership at all levels. Again, all the way down to patrol level that demonstrate those leadership qualities, capabilities, that's how you have a really fine agency from top to bottom. Yeah, and I, and I would just go on to say one last thing, and that is if, if you don't know what your personality traits are, if you think you can't be a leader, uh, go online and find, find the Myers-Briggs personality test. It'll take you through uh, scenarios. It'll quiz you on on how you would react in certain situations, and, and it'll give you a four-letter acronym of what your personality or leadership types are. That doesn't mean that if it says you're not a leader at the time that you cannot become a leader, because anybody right. can become a leader. And as far as um, if you think you're an introvert and not an extrovert, the best leaders are not always extroverts. I, I've known some great introverts that stand up, they are nervous as heck, uh, they're shaking, but they, they give out good information, they take charge during a critical incident, and then they may go back uh, in a sweaty mess afterwards. <laughs> but 
Introverts can be some of the greatest leaders. Extroverts, I think it might be a little easier for them. Uh, if you've got some affability, if you can put a smile or a joke or some humor into direction, I think people appreciate that as well. Yeah. Um, what do you think? What are your thoughts on what makes a good leader? And we're not talking about rank. We're not talking about um, authority level. We're talking about true leadership, whether it's from patrol all the way up through sheriff or, or chief. Uh, email us at policingmatters at police1.com. That's policingmatters at police1.com. Once again, thank you for listening.